Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Hello, the internet, and welcome to this week trend, September 18th morning edition. Mm-hmm. Week trend, I prefer the week trend. There it is. Uh, 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 oh. Um, I'm Jack. <laughs> that is Miles. That is a reference to a sketch from a 20 year old SNL. <laughs> I think it's that funny if we keep going. That's a reference to the uh, Garth Brooks uh, Deal with the Devil songwriting Brooks, sketch from SNL. Uh, was the host, Chris Gaines, the musical guest. Mm-hmm. Um, I am Jack. That is Miles. Miles, yep. how, how do you do? I do well. Good, I do well. I mm. do well. How how doth do? Doth do uh, you do? Doth end unto you, my good mm-hmm. sir. Um, pretty good. Pretty good. Right. You know, it's early, but we're, we're here. <laughs> it's early doors. Things could go left pretty quick saying yeah mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. early um yeah. but we're here we're gonna be realistic um yeah. for realistic times exactly we are going to put our differences um, aside here hear yeah. you um we see you uh we apologize to you um so we're gonna for cover scabbing. the drew drew Bar- like the 13 drew barrymore apologies from yeah. over the weekend uh, that ultimately led her on a wandering path to arrive at the right decision. Talk about Lauren Boebert. Talk about fucking, what's his name? Russell Brand. <laughs> yeah, whatever Piece of shit. Guy's name is, yeah. um, auto worker strike. Trump yeah. on the press. All of that. Plenty more. Uh, but first, Miles, we like to let the listeners get to know us mm-hmm. a little bit better mm-hmm. and tell them something that we think is underrated or yep. overrated um you want to you want to kick us yeah. off with an underrated underrated stanzo brand fedoras <laughs> um aka something i think is underrated is fucking tapping like tap pay for shit tapping pay for pat tapping paying for shit yeah. the ability to contactless apple pay android tap, tap, pay tap, tap, yeah 
Yeah, just tap it in. You know what I mean? Or just like if you got that the credit, like I think most debit and credit cards have the little three like line thing where it's like just tap it on, baby. Mm. Um, I wish they were a little bit more specific about where to tap. In some, in some cases, sometimes it feels kind of vague. Yeah, sometimes I've looked like an absolute buffoon, <laughs> uh, like doing the underside and like yeah. just young checkout people have been like fam dude like on the screen where like yeah. the logo says like has the logo that matches with your card i'm like yeah right 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 for the longest time i was always just you know doing the sliding or putting the chip in mm-hmm. and I, I i i don't know why recently i've just embraced tapping more or using the phone and it is really underrated how much it takes you out of the act for paying for goods mm-hmm. um like it used to be this process, like I would dig in my wallet, I would watch the number of like paper money bills begin to dwindle as I <laughs> bought shit throughout the day, and that would have an effect on how I would spend money because you'd be like, okay, I had sixty dollars in here, and now it's ten. You'd so, check your wallet in the morning and say, "Honey, the paper money bills are dwindling. Ex- they're dwindling, what and a little do? a little moth would fly out." And <laughs> That's right. But I think now, like, because we just tap or use a phone or whatever, it's less, it, like, mentally, it's less about, like, what does this cost in relation to my money? And mm-hmm. more so is, like, does this shit have fucking Apple Pay? Yeah. Or, like, can I double-click my phone and wave it or wave my plastic rectangle at a thing and then pay for something? So I think it is actually, it's under, is a brilliant way to keep consumers consuming. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. Th- those thoughts you were having, those realizations about how much money you actually had left and how much money was being spent at any yeah. given purchase those are called friction miles ah, uh, they, i don't like that slow you down from consumption and purchasing. yes 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 um, yes, and yes those are bad so it it is good that we have invented a thing that soon enough we'll be able to purchase with our minds that will be the thing oh. that we can the way that we actually get telekinesis will only be used for like being able to look at a thing <laughs> right. and be like purchased I want paper towels now. (laughs) Yes. I am Um, God. I have become God. Yes. But yeah, I I think part of me wants to kind of go back to money, but most places are like, we're cash free. And I'm like, that's fucking backwards. Uh, And also meant to, you know, obviously keep like poorer people out because they're like, oh, you don't have this technology. Then we can't take your money. Actually, we don't even take stinky bills here. Yeah. Yeah, I remember hearing that, like, in Europe, they were well on the, like, they were already tapping, tapping, tapping away. And uh, when people from, like, other countries would come here, they'd be like, why why are you guys still, like, swiping credit cards? I know. It's the 20th century. They had that, the chip reader thing going, like, I remember years before, I'm like, what the fuck is, what is this newfangled technology here in Europe? Yeah. All right. My underrated miles Go was going to be my overrated. Um, oh, and then I t- so I'll, I'll take you on my journey. So I, I went to one of those Instagram activation things, like that are like <laughs> I little. I like that you did it from such business. Be like that's how like a company. <laughs> one of those Instagram activations. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> yeah. It's purely a you know like they. They usually pop up. They're like pop up museum exhibit type things. Right. But they feel like if a museum exhibit was put on by the same people 
who do like local haunted houses. Right. Like that, like that but level. But a good one. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, pretty good one. So the one I went to. So I think what I experienced yesterday was uh, kind of the dray, like the lowest version of this. It was called Bubble World, um, which okay. might lead you to believe that there were like bubbles. Yeah. You know, right. Kids like bubbles. Love um, bubbles. There are no bubbles at Bubble World. What the fuck? There are balloons. There is a giant ball pit. Um, there are a bunch of different rooms with different experiences, uh, different <laughs> lighting that are are highly photographable. Um, they have put the least work into covering up the seams, though. Like you, you uh-huh. look up and you see that you are in. Like it, they've put drywall walls in to like separate right. the rooms for purposes of Instagram photographing. Um, but they haven't like put a ceiling in. And in fact, like the air conditioning ducts are just like kind of draped from one room to the other. Um, it's, it's like pretty, pretty <laughs> rough in there. It, it feels like they were charged with creating a museum exhibit and given like a $2,000 budget. This all sounds terrible. My kids, I asked my kids this morning, and this is when it went from underrated or overrated to underrated. I asked my kids, like, so what, what, what do we think of the weekend? Like, it was uh, everyone's favorite parts of the weekend. Right. They were like, oh, death, the bubbles, man. The bubble exhibit was the best. I went, like, my five year old literally said, I wished it had never ended. Oh my um, god! It's and I Wait, get. But, so one of the, the rooms is yeah. just full of like balloons, like big, you know, the like real big, like weather balloon sized balloons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and you just like walk through there and like kick those, and like they like bounce into other people, but it doesn't matter because they're balloons. And so yeah, it's yeah, just, for sure. There's like the biggest ball pit I've ever been in. Okay, so th- th- there were some superlatives attached. It yeah. was you could say it is the biggest ball pit you've ever been in. Yes, I think that's definitely the biggest ball pit I've ever okay, been. Okay, so they got some over there, bubble. They got world. something. It does, it's not clear how it ties into bubbles. And mm-hmm. you you can purchase a bubble tea uh, ahead of time <laughs> that will be there for you. Uh, Miles, the bubble tea is criminal. It is in a big like purple can that looks like a Monster Energy drink. And it it was like old. Oh, it's it like, like canned. Yeah, it was canned oh, bubble nah, tea. Oh no, no, we don't do that. We and they were like, no, nah, we don't got straws. Just drink it. Take it to the dome. Um, uh, how do I open it? Oh, you don't have a can opener? <laughs> yeah, it's in one of those wow. old timey. Like, Call yourself tins. a dad. You're, you're real prepared. Um, but I don't know. Like these things are something. I don't know. I don't know if they're overrated. I don't know if they're underrated. They are. They, I feel like they are the most of this moment, like things they didn't exist when I was a kid. No, I kind of wish they did. Like now, kind of seeing it through my kids' eyes, like you know, haunted houses were some of my favorite memories as a kid. Like I didn't yeah, yeah, notice yeah. that, like the guy in the Wolfman mask with a chainsaw was like mixing. <laughs> Chainsaws with Wolfman. <laughs> right, 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 right. And right. was a little bit drunk. And they're a great opportunity to take cute pictures of your kids. 
I'm my, mainly I'm driven by cuteness. I want I want cuteness in my well, life. They've, they've mastered. I mean, before we we're talking about like growing up in LA, it was like fucking three things you could do as a kid, like in the late 80s. Like you would go to Travel Town in Griffith right. Park where Which you could just trains, a train yeah, yard. Look at old ass trains. Yeah. They didn't move. Yeah. They just fucking were there and you could look inside. There was like one little tiny railroad that would go around and then you would buy a uh, like injection molded plastic toy that like you could make on demand from like a gigantic machine that smelled like wild fumes. Yeah. And then you could go to uh, the Brea Tar Pits um, or the zoo or the kids museum. And that was about it. And like now I love that they're like they know that they can get people to just spend money. They're like, dude, this shit lights up. Your kids just run around. Look, it's 48 bucks. Is it, it worth is, it to you? And you're like, it's, damn, it's too what? expensive. Like you, time would be better spent in nature for sure. It is bleak in there, but it's bleak in a way that I think is appropriate. Right, says important things about our time and our moment. Right, right, right. The the New York Times like wrote an article about these. Like, there's like a rose something, the rose experience. There's like refinery 29 had like a quote-unquote art installation that was like called 29 rooms that sounded like it sucked shit um (laughs) but they you know that like they have these high-minded claims of like pop mysticism like when we arrived at the bubble thing they were like and the bubble is the perfect shape and like you were always going to come here regardless like your fate was gonna bring uh and like you you, it's a great blend of like all the bullshit on Instagram, the weirdness of our just like cultural moment, and um, and also just like fun, fun for kids. But right. it is bleak. It, it's dark in there. But you, I, I think it's important that everybody go and like stare into the dark void at the heart of our of our yeah. culture. So and I, it I recommend just, it. It's like an escalation on the art, like the way that like cannibalism or capitalism finds a way to become like yeah (laughs) finds a way to just sort of find like a dead dying host and then like keep making money off of it like yeah back in our day a bank would go out of business and that became the halloween store that's right now the grocery store goes out of business and now it's bubble world that you can go into time and time and time again, and we're not going to have to, have to pay that much to turn they this old spooky market. They rebranded it as the market. Los Angeles Art Center. <laughs> it's what this, Ralph, this fucking burnt out Ralph's is. Uh, is the Los Angeles Art Center, where you can go see the Van Gogh projection thing. You can go see like a dinosaur puppet show. Yeah. Or you can go to and Bubble World. Those, 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 that company's killing it because like oh, yeah. they're everywhere now. They're like, yeah, man, we just kind of license it, and then we just do like our 3D light shows in cities across the world now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't know. It's it, my my kids seem to enjoy it, uh, and I I think everybody. I, I I'm just curious. Like, it, do are other people experiencing this? What are your thoughts on it? Like, I I get the cultural criticism of it like but as long as you just take it as like a haunted house level attraction yeah. i feel like yeah it, yeah, yeah uh and and you know as long as you don't mind spending way too much money yeah this isn't something that's turning the art world on its ear no yeah <laughs> i guess that yeah museum of ice cream is one uh yeah, yeah, right. That's another color one that's factory disappointing. in New York. But 
coming soon to a town near you. Um, they're, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're dark. It's like, it's like little pieces of Las Vegas is what it feels like. Mm, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause these are very Vegas type things where you're like, I don't know, in between like binge drinking at a blackjack table, yeah. take your kids to the ball pit where the, yeah. you can probably get, I don't know, some kind of illness from touching the plastic balls that are not cleaned. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see if my family survives from like being in this ball pit from over the weekend with like air, just like haphazardly piped from one location to another. Um, because if we do, then, then we're rebranding to MRSA world, (laughs) not bubble world. That's right. (laughs) So my overrated instead is just like, I guess the structural integrity of raspberries. (laughs) I always, I expect them to like hold Soft. together better than they do. Soft. And then I rinse them and I get like just raspberry confetti stuck in my strainer instead Oof. of uh, some delicious raspberries. What kind of using like a sort of like a bigger kind of strainer, like with like yeah. the like big stainless kind that kind of creates like a million little razor blade holes. Yeah. I use all different ones. They they just come even come fine apart. mesh. The fine yeah. mesh it's also coming fine apart. Fine mesh works. Uh the plastic with like a few holes you know not yeah. not that much but it's not, always not leaving a little bit of meat behind huh by the way do you do you eat popcorn when you pop popcorn at home you eat it out of a colander no okay that's i don't like, eat popcorn at home oh, okay yeah you looked at me like i'm a fucking monster that's disgusting um, that's disgusting man um <laughs> <laughs> you know why i think the reason is too I, we didn't have a microwave growing up till like i was like 14 Okay. So I early on, I remember in the eighties, my fucking dad bought like inherited some fucking wild ass popcorn making machine that took way too long and it tasted mm-hmm. tasted nothing like the movie theater. So I was like, man, fuck this. And then I remember going to like other kids' houses, they would do the microwave popcorn. I'm like, this shit is fucking amazing. But then I didn't have it at home. And then by that point, I I was just eating Tyson frozen chicken patties like teriyaki flavored that was my thing i kept eating out of a microwave so we had a movie night the other night yeah. and i put the popcorn for the kids in a uh colander and like some we had some friends over and they were like this is fun why are you putting it in a colander instead of a big bowl and i was like i don't know that's always what we did at, like when i was growing up we never ate it out of a big bowl it was always the colander i, I wonder because the colander won't break or like if you yeah, have like, like a ceramic bowl because i remember we had a ceramic bowl and i was like put it in the bowl and i do rem- i do have a memory of maybe eating it out of a colander or something or like a stainless steel bowl be like no because i can't trust you to hold a fucking big ass bowl right yeah it might be that um anyways you gotta you got an overrated? Yeah, overrated. Uh, what the fuck was? Oh man, folding fucking. I'm sorry. This is turning into a dad cast over here. Dad cast. Folding tiny ass baby clothes. <laughs> I st- man, Hermasi and I, we used to fucking fold these shits like we were auditioning to work at like Abercrombie. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like just fucking. Oh yeah, and I put that there with this side. Da, 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 da. And then. You know, the, and every it's funny. Every parent told us that, like, who would like look at? They're like, "Oh, look at you folding the shit." They're yeah. like, "See how long that shit lasts." Go ahead, let me see. Yeah. Let me come back in a few months to see if you aren't just fucking balling it up, balling and throwing it, it in up. there. Yeah. And now, like, it's slowly devolving into now. I do like a half a fold, but it ain't. <laughs> it's it's not like how it used to be. Yeah. Um. So it's 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 all in the name of efficiency. I've I've realized in the beginning, 
the all the aesthetic part is all kind of part of the excitement and then you move into the sort of practical phase of parenting where you're like yeah. i this i do not need to fold up a, a shirt that is smaller than my fucking hand yeah exactly it's like you you need like a one of those head headlamps and like a jeweler's loop to like fold yeah. some of these kids clothes like yeah fold the socks for a baby <laughs> it's like right. oh man the the disrespect of the socks the socks to the point are... we don't even fucking wear socks i'm like man nah. i'm like anti sock cuz yeah. i think the fun of having a baby out is look at little baby's feet yeah they're they're they the, get best. the little baby feet they get you know what i mean sometimes but yeah but uh, but it's been the summer the whole time you know pay. what i mean so like we're we're only now moving into like i guess the time of the year where you would think of things like the air temperature being a little too cold for baby feet yeah but yeah. I think you shoes zip are them up in one of those little sleeping yeah, bag things. Exactly. Yeah. Shoes look stupid right now to me. I love shoes. Yeah. I, Chris, shout shoes. Out to, <laughs> yeah. Sh- I mean, shout out to my boy Ro, who got me little Jordans for uh, the guy's child. And like, I put them on a few times, but then other times, like we have these other shoes and I'm like, man, they, like you don't even walk. Yeah. So it's just like, it's like costume me. Yeah. Let's free the baby feet. That's whenever that's you're going at. shopping for baby shoes, people are always trying to tell you heartbreaking six word long stories uh, <laughs> while selling them to you. It's yeah, like, right. I'm on, like, man. I don't care if they're lightly used, fam. I don't. I'm <laughs> off that. That sounds spooky. Yeah. Um. By the way, I had so many baby shoes to sell lightly used because babies grow out of their shoes really quickly. Yeah. Um, Half of them. No, man, I, I guess the story is never used. I have baby shoes exactly never used. Yeah. Hit me up. I got Nike Hirachis that I thought, man, I bought them like a, like the moment I found out we were, we were having a kid. I was like, oh, I got the Hirachis too. I got shit. the same shit. You That's know what so I mean? Funny. Yeah. Then cut to, you're like, man, this, I feel like this babe, this looks stupid. And it's like too much weight on my little baby's leg for yeah. to, to wear shoes. So anyway. Yeah. That's me. All right. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back to talk yep. about some news. Yep. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. 
with the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. And we have an update yeah. on the Lauren Boebert story. Last we checked in, uh, Lauren Boebert had been kicked out of a performance of the Beetlejuice musical uh, for like vaping, being loud. Um, mm-hmm. Just being enthusiastic, her, just really enjoying phone, the show. Enjoying the show too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I hadn't heard that her spokesperson had come back and vehemently denied the vaping allegation and said instead that people were confused because there was a, a fog machine that was part of the show mm-hmm. which, that happened to just blow a plume right next to yeah, one person's face head. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um anyways over the weekend it turns out theaters have unnervingly good security footage oh my god like for real were they were they using like planning on using this for like one of those commercials where they're like audiences can't stop enjoying the you know like what, how the fuck was this footage so good it's creepy as fuck why are you guys watching us so closely and they cut to, to fucking wild ass groping to like the audiences yeah. love it they can't contain themselves at Beetlejuice they're like wow that's a full on smear campaign yeah. uh, down there. But, uh, I mean, yeah, it really was interesting to see how, like, it went from, we saw her getting kicked out. And it was almost like they, it was like maybe they were trying to fuck with the Bobert people to be like, look, we have video y'all getting kicked out. You want us to go a step further? Okay, here's a video from inside the theater of y'all getting kicked out. You want us to go a step further? Here's a video of you vaping in the show and doing just uh getting really sexually active you know doing your thing apparently in the middle of beetlejuice which apparently has a like a by the like there's like a broadway musical like advocacy group they say the beetlejuice uh musical is good for children 10 and up so presumably uh in a theater full of children uh they engaged in i guess what could be described as mutual groping Mm-hmm. Um, or as I would put it, he was remodeling her upstairs and she was remodeling his downstairs. Yeah. Um, during the show. And Light over yeah. the pants handy. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot a lot of a lot of frantic movement. Uh yeah. and it turns out that not only did she vape, but we also found out that her boyfriend not only was is he a Democrat bar owner that of a bar that hosts drag shows. But he's also not licensed to perform mammograms in dimly lit theaters. <laughs> so there's a lot of uh, yeah. re- revelations that came yeah. with this. I mean, she so she has continuously railed against drag queens reading to children, accusing them of sexualizing kids. Um, <laughs> and, you know, so the hypocrisy on display for giving 
her boyfriend a fleeting over the pants hand job in the middle of a family musical is uh not great for her no. um uh, more on on brand for or i guess maybe less on brand uh is that i guess i guess we'll we'll go with more on brand uh for republicans is the not giving a shit about uh the rights of pregnant women because uh she was apparently vaping right in front of a pregnant woman who asked Bobert to stop vaping inside the theater and she refused to do it. Um, so, yeah. yeah, you know, that's, you know, exactly. Just that's fine, man. You know what? The baby will grow stronger with this tiger blood vape juice. Cause this shit is bomb <laughs> here. Smothered. Right. Ooh, I bless your child in the name of the vape. God. That's right. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, I mean, again, the hypocrisy is the point and it is their thing because it's never about what they're saying it's about. Again, they just want to create a world that is violent towards people that are not like sort of cisgendered, hetero Christian people. Yeah. So they got to say all this shit, not because they actually give a fuck about kids or this, that and the other. So, you know, it is what it is. I mean, the backlash is not much as again, as you as you'd expect. Ann Coulter called her a bimbo. Uh, mm. Megan McCain called her trash and Bobert issued like a non-apology where she said she fell short um, and didn't want to blame it all on 9-11 um, <laughs> but things have been tough since 9-11 um, and also she said with a very public divorce um, of yeah. her ex who if you don't know he's he exposed his pee-pee at a bowling alley I believe in previous years and also met Lauren oh, Bobert right? I didn't yeah Met her when she was 16 and he was 22. That's oh, when wow. that love affair started. Um, okay. But they swear they did nothing until she was 17, which is the age of legal consent in Colorado. So stop mm -hmm. asking questions. Stop being weird, everyone. Stop um, being weird. Okay. Yeah. We know how to keep our hands to ourselves. Yeah. I do feel like like part of the reason that this video is has gone so viral is because like she is scantily clad and you know being that it there does feel like there's like an uncomfortable level of voyeurism in this one just oh like, yeah, yeah saying yeah. like people who like all right we we had our fun but people who are still like posting about this like five days later being like look look right here you can see it's like like yeah. look what what's that move called like i don't know i think <laughs> I it know, should man. be it's more that like Let's... this person is unfit for to serve in office but we knew that before the vaping and you know unlicensed performance of a brazzers video yeah in like a theater so truly like some performative uh just obnoxiousness that is almost impressive it's like cape the scene in cape fear like yeah Right, Super Producer Victor called that. I was like, she's she's giving Robert De Niro and Cape Fear. Um, <laughs> That's not something you want to be giving. No, <laughs> ever, ever. You being ever, an ever. asshole on purpose. Yeah, that right. is who you are reminding us of right now. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, let's move on to Drew Barrymore. Um. People. So this is kind of fun. This okay. It feels like. There has been a change in how the public feels about unions. And oh, yeah. the powers that be repeatedly are not ready for that uh, change in how people feel about unions. And so they pull shit like trying to bring shows back 
even though there's a strike on and yeah. you know they're like the, and this happened i guess back in 2008 like jay leno actually brought his show back um some of these daytime shows actually brought their shows back during the strike and i mean mostly got away with it like i still thought jay leno was super cool up until i yeah, heard yeah, that recently um but uh oh, that's not changing my opinion of him yeah so drew Barrymore brought her show back and then has, has faced swift backlash from people yeah. who are like what's your fucking problem man <laughs> that does feel like the kind of shit people were saying like hey what's your fucking problem like what's your fucking deal drew barrymore what's your major malfunction um so she posted an apology video <laughs> like she just she tried so hard to find the words uh you yeah. know in, in a way that makes it clear like she could have really used some writers uh but find the magic words that would make her actions okay while still allowing her to have her show back and she just never quite got there no even in the four minutes and five seconds it took so yeah we'll jump around and maybe hear the same thing being said over and over again but here's drew i believe there's nothing i can do or say in this moment to make it okay cellar door to own a decision so that it girl your teleprompter PR is too far off protected the eye line for the camera and i would just take full responsibility for my actions oh my god I know there's just mm -hmm. nothing I can do mm -hmm. that will make this okay. okay oh, there is. 30 seconds. There is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's the thing. You're, you're actually about to do it, fool. Oh, oh, you're, yep. You're good. Hold on now. Yeah. You're on your way to something. <laughs> okay. This is 30 seconds ahead. Just want everyone to know my intentions uh -huh. have never been. To break a strike uh, <laughs> where people are trying to advocate for their own well-being. Well, okay, okay, to be complicit in the crushing of labor and the work uh, force that has made my career possible. Uh, let's jump ahead 20 seconds. I don't exactly know what to say because sometimes... <clears throat> Who is she talking to? The camera? So or... Well, she's clearly has... She's doing the thing where she's reading off her laptop, but she couldn't... For whatever reason, there must be like a slip of paper just off to the side, so but I've beyond. Actually, yeah. I've also been in meetings where older people are doing this. And I think sometimes there's like the prompt, like not the prompterness, but like their image of themselves is over to that side. Yeah. And they keep looking. Yeah. They look so at their checking looking both. at themselves, even though the camera is over on this side. Um, or, but or she's she doesn't... reading a statement and just. Because which, the which angle, yeah, the angle, because the other thing is sometimes people have a webcam that's completely off away yeah. from where their computer yeah. screen is. So like everything's happening on one screen and you almost kind of look to the camera. So you're like, oh, hi, I'm acknowledging you. Mm -hmm. But this it looks like a laptop setup and she doesn't strike me as someone with like a matrix style multi-screen setup. Um, hmm. So anyway, uh, there's that. Let's skip ahead another 20 seconds. I'll just stand out there and accept and be responsible good 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 and there's a huge question of the why why am i that's doing not what we this? care about no all right just let's like, go ahead 20 seconds maybe are you going to keep doing it <laughs> scales and i thought if we could go on during a global pandemic 
This is my part. And everything that the world has experienced through 2020, why would this sideline us? Because a strike? It's so, a strike. It's a labor action. I want to just put one foot in front of the other and make a show that's there for people, regardless oh. of anything else that's happening in the world. Cool. I'm sorry, Drew. <laughs> Do, did you think your show was that? Oh, all right. Well, uh, this is this. I just is, this wanted is to make a show that reasons. was there for people in sensitive times, and I weighed the scale, and I thought if we could go on during a global pandemic and everything that the world has experienced through 2020, why would this sideline us? So I want to just put one foot in front of the other and make a show that's there for people regardless of anything that's happening in the world because that's when I think we all need something that wants to be there for being very realistic in very realistic times. So that is my why. Um, oh, okay. Now I get did it. She, did she Actually, end that by saying... Cool here. Did she end that by saying, I'm not going to make the show? Or she was just saying, sorry. That video was just saying, sorry. No, this was like one of a series of shows where she was looking for the magic words that were going to make it better. Um, each one, people were like, shut the fuck up. Like, what are you talking about? Just, <laughs> right. just quit. Stop. And then on Sunday, she announced she was going to pause the show's premiere until the strike is over. All right. So there's your she wife. finally made the right call. There's yeah. nothing I can do to uh yeah, no, you just you just did it. We're good. Um yeah. okay, you know, good. we'll we'll keep an eye on you, but that's uh yeah, and then Bill Maher did the same shit. Uh he's <laughs> going to suspend his plans to bring his show back, uh presumably after he, you know, did a run through and was just like God, No, is he really? Really? Are we really uh yeah, I think so. I that's what it's an alert that just came across as we were recording. Oh, Hollywood wow. reporter Bill Maher holds off on real time return as WGA talks set to resume. There you go. Oh, a bill okay. to Maher, indeed. He's he thinks actually, oh, the, the talks are set to resume. So we'll wait and see if their zany demands get met. I'm also like, I love again the likening of a global pandemic that's still raging on uh, and comparing that to a writer's strike too, where it's like yeah. this writer's strike is like the new COVID. Yeah. It's, it's a meaningless, it's a, nothing we could do about it has nothing to do with and us. And it's so unfair just, to people. You know what right. I mean? That yeah. I just wanted to provide like some glimmer of hope while these greedy monsters, you know, split hairs over wages. Uh, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, well, Ah, I wasn't expecting Bill. So is he going to do a? No, he's uh, not going to. An apology? No, he ain't. No, he's going to do a monologue when the show's finally back, where he's like, "Really, guys? Yeah, like that's he's gonna written have the... by writers yeah. shitting on writers. No, no, no. He's going to have the writers come out, and they're gonna they're gonna be on the panel, and he's just gonna fucking be like, really, guys? Was it really worth it? Yeah. Was it worth it? Like, yeah, good point, Bill. Um, good point. Yeah, you're right. Who uh, apparently it's one of the best paying jobs in comedy writing because he's such an asshole to work with. Right, right. So, <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, let's take one more break and we'll be back to finish it out. From BBC Radio Four, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought. 
in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. We are and um, Russell Brand has been accused of rape um, and has swiftly been defended by a who's who of people who, when they're defending you, uh, you know you're probably wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I saw it was like a very, yeah, like there was at the Sunday Times and there was like even like a documentary video piece I saw over the weekend. Yeah. The Sunday Times, The Times, and uh, Channel 4. Uh, have been looking to this for a while and you know the allegations the details are really horrifying uh, one of the victims was just 16 at the time uh, while he was in his 30s uh, and he allegedly nicknamed her the child asked her to read passages from the novel Lolita during their time together uh, once kissed her mother on the mouth and you know another person he sexually assaulted he then threatened to take legal action if she ever spoke about the incident publicly. So, um, all allegedly, of course, but right. And, uh, and who was, what, what Voltron of cool upstanding men came to, to his aid. You got your Elon Musk, you got your Tucker Carlson. And of course you got Andrew Tate, uh, all coming through. Did Andrew Tate say it was the matrix? coming from i think that's what he's been saying about this is what happens when you call out the matrix it'll it comes for you yeah 
he uh it's like being charged with murder and having like OJ and like the one armed man from the fugitive be like yeah. hey what don't don't judge Hold too on. swiftly um, let's, let's hear him out but there you know Alex Jones is like it's because he's come out against globalists because he like started embracing anti-vax shit during dude yeah um that rightward tack from russell brand uh recently has been really fun to watch yeah and by that more like this guy's still around and also oh he's doing this kind of material now so what's going on things going well he he's the easter bunny and hop that's his voice is the easter bunny and hop um how recent is that movie uh, for someone who's ignorant, too recent, of... I think. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's him and James Marsden, a two-hander between him and Marsden. But he he claims he's the victim of a coordinated attack by the mainstream media. Um, two thousand eleven. Two thousand eleven. Yeah. Yeah. So he was deemed the best voice for a children's movie, and like personality, like his personality is the well. People uh, love movie. this, like thing he was doing when he first came out they're like he's like jack sparrow but like the real life guy real person you know? jack sparrow all, yeah. yeah which who wears jack like tight, was... tiny pants and is sexy yeah. yeah it's like the like a cartoonish like version of what it was to be a rock star back when those were still right. what those still existed is like mick jagger ish yeah. um but like that's what the the fucked up thing is like he was like i was merely very very promiscuous and my relationships were always consensual so he's like leaning it he's like weaponizing his persona to mm-hmm. be like that's all this is which yeah. is fucked up and you know he he feels it seems like he's using a character that he built his career on was using it to be like a sexual predator and abuser um, right which uh the one conspiracy involving russell brand that i do think is interesting was the one on our low stakes conspiracy theories from eight months ago that said russell brand is moving to the right so that when the accusations finally come out he can claim it's a witch hunt oh Um, wow so (laughs) okay they called that one from fucking outer space yeah yeah yeah, um, I mean, it makes it. Yeah, and you look at how, you know, when you when you go into that sort of media atmosphere, that's precisely the one you want to be in because it's all you know predicated on not believing women or victims or anything. Being yeah, like, exactly. this guy who's fucking hilarious. No, <laughs> right. Um, let's see. Uh, so the United Auto Workers are continuing to strike through the weekend. Um, negotiations are ongoing. Yeah, uh, but there, there's this Politico article that was all about like how this is the Republicans' chance to, like, actually side with union workers and labor, or like it, it was all like very performative. It was like right. so this is their chance to seem like they're sympathizing with them, although we know Republicans will never actually side with labor, uh, no. because yeah, and and. So one of, one of the key points of the strike is that electronic vehicles uh, can be made by non-union workers, right? Because you, we we like ramped into making EVs during a time of like very weak 
unions and immense capital power over the last, you know, 10, 15 years. And so the easy answer is for the Democrats in power to end that loophole and tell companies they need to like make all automakers, you know, part of the union. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. But that option obviously isn't even mentioned like it's it's (laughs) or they could end the loophole that like the workers are bringing up that is like the main point so like yeah the the republicans are like what about this so they're they're basically weaponizing the fact that evs ev workers are treated like shit to be like well evs are bad then and like we need to go back to like making gas powered automobiles because those are union protected right um and it's it's just a wild article to read because like there's no mention no idea that like either side can exercise the political power to make auto no 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 I, I loved your uh, look. I someone editing this piece. I loved the article. I love what you wrote about it, except for the part when you're saying that there's something that corporations could do to somehow like make things easier, or that maybe some of the regulations need to be in that direction. Let's let's avoid any talk of that. We don't let's want that be in realistic. We don't want Miles. that in the reality of the yeah. minds of our readers that yeah. there's somehow any action that the corporation could take to make this better because yeah. they don't. We know they can't do that, and we don't want to just look. EV bad. EV's bad. Republicans, here's your chance. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then uh, Donald Trump went on Meet the Press. Yeah, uh, yeah. on Sunday for you know he's getting yeah he's getting just, his at bats in the media to say whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, with uh, Kristen Welker who took over, and you know she she definitely pushed back on a lot of his answers, but. This, this a lot of a lot of it was made of this interview mostly for the fact that it just looks like we're sleepwalking into another 2016 in terms of covering Trump where it's like don't talk about the, you don't need like what else needs to be known here um because we know that this guy's behavior is b- beyond the fucking pale but it's just like why are we now doing the thing where he's going to go on TV he's gonna be like I went on MSNBC he's going to lie the people right. that follow him, they're only going to see him do lies on camera and not right. the part where he's getting checked. And right. and even if they did see those parts where Kristen Welker is pushing back, they will use some combination of misogyny and racism to do MAGA alchemy on their own brain right. and be like, yeah, I didn't see nothing. And then for regular viewers of MSNBC, they their minds are made up, too. So this like. Platforming for platforming's sake is just a really bad strategy uh, going into the next election, but we get it. It's all about fucking ra- ratings and shit like that. And there have been a lot, dude, there are a lot of pieces over the weekend being like, why, why is everybody attacking Joe Biden and not Donald Trump? And it's like, well, pe- people, most people are, have their minds made up about Trump. But wait, what are you saying about Joe Biden? And like a lot of it was being like, they're calling him old. And the mainstream media is not doing a good job of showcasing his accomplishments. And Mm. like, while I get that record low unemployment is cool on paper and it looks like we're avoiding a recession is a great talking point. It's not it's not we say this all the time. It's not a metric that resonates with the everyday voter that is needed to win an election. And like there is so much like 
banging of the heads against the wall from like the pundit class. I'm like, why don't they get it through their skulls that this shit is good? This right. shit is objectively mm. good. And again, they're not focusing on the things that actually make people feel like things are going well. Like, is healthcare affordable? Right. Is housing affordable? Do parents feel safe sending their kids to places that could potentially become scenes of like Im immense violence and tragedy? Is higher education attainable without going into severe debt? Because the answer is no to a lot of these things. And that's what normal, like they're just so caught up in speaking their own language of policy and finance that they don't yeah. realize that this shit goes over people's heads. And, you know, it's like, the, it's like they, all they felt was like going to 2024, we just need to be able to say record low employment. We got inflation under control. And like, he's going to walk right in. He's just walk right back into the White House. But you're not addressing these actual things that are experiential for people. Like we were just talking about the child fucking tax credit. Yeah. Like that was helping keep the fucking, it was like half the child poverty rate. They let that shit lapse and went, went poof. And yeah. that was, that could have been an easy win, but no. So it's shit like that. But yeah, yeah keep it's, yelling at people about why they're dumb for not knowing about like record yeah. low unemployment. Okay. But how many jobs do you need to be able to afford rent in any metropolitan area right now? Right. Exactly. All right. Well, those are some of the things that are trending on this Monday morning. Yeah. We are back tomorrow with a whole last episode of the show. Uh, until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Mm -hmm. Get the vaccine. Mm -hmm. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. No. And we will talk to y'all tomorrow. Bye. Bye-bye. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.